Assalamu alaikum dear listeners and welcome to CIC's podcast channel. In this series, Sheikh Akram will explore the profound teachings of Imam Nawawi, one of the most revered Islamic scholars of our time. His collection of 40 hadith encompasses a treasure trove of guidance and timeless wisdom. So get ready to be inspired and motivated. Then he starts the first hadith, al-hadith al-awwal. عن امير المؤمنين ابي حفص عمر الخطار رضي الله تعالى عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول انما الاعمال بالنيات وانما لكل امرئ ما نوى فمن كانت هجرته الى الله ورسوله فهجرته الى الله ورسوله ومن كانت هجرته الى دنيا لدنيا يصيبها او امراه ينكحها فهجرته الى ما هاجر اليه رواه امام المحدثين ابو عبد الله محمد اسماعيل بن ابراهيم بن المغيره بن بردزبه البخاري وابو الحسين مسلم الحجاج بن مسلم القشيري النيسابوري في صحيحيهما اللذين هما اصح الكتب المصنفه سو ذس ايكتلي ذا فيري امبورتنت حديث نو داوت اند ذس حديث از ان ايفري كولكشن اوف ذا حديث يو كان فايند بخاري بخاري هاز غات ذس حديث 7 تايمز 7 تايمز فروم ذا توب بيبل ناريتينغ ذا حديث ان صحيح بخاري فروم سفيان وعينا فروم مالك بن انس فروم حماد بن زيد فروم سفيان الثوري all writing from yahya bin al-sari to bukhari has got the hadith seven times seven different places in his his book imam muslim also has narrated the same hadith and then you know all the books of people are abu daud and tirmidhi and nasai and maja and ahmad muhammad rahimullah ta'ala uh, most nuskhad of uh, muatta they don't have this hadith uh, except the, the the riwaya of imam muhammad ibn hasan al-shayban the student of hanifa his nuskha has got this hadith in the amal bin niyat but do no doubt imam malik is one of the narrator of this hadith and imam bukhari has got from the from malik this hadith twice in his book so you know this is a very very important important hadith <coughs> this hadith you know for many people say really it is the uh, uh, you know one of the basic usul uh, of the uh, of islam imam ahmad hanbal said usul islam ala thalathati hadith imam hanbal said that islam's foundations are three hadith حديث عمر انما الاعمال بالنيات ذس حديث ان السكن ونيد حديث عائشه من احدث في امرنا هذا ما ليس منه فهو رد ان تدوني حديث النعمان البشير الحلال بين والحرام بين سو كان سي ذس هاو امبورتنت حديث بس ذا ثينج از دو ذس حديث هاز بين سو امبورتنت بس يو نو فار ات ليست فور جنريشن ذا حديث از نوت ويل نون تو تو ذا مسلمز امونغ ذا صحابه ذس حديث اونلي هاز بين ناريتد باي ساوند اسناد فرام عمر بخطار الله تعالى عنه عندنا فرام عمر اونلي علقما تو سي عمر الخطاب از الون ان ريتنج ذا حديث وذ ساوند اسناد امام الصحابه ان افتر عمر الخطاب الله تعالى عنه ذا اونلي ساوند اسناد وي هاف غات فار ذس حديث علقما نقاس الليثي ان فرام علقما محمد بن ابراهيم التيمي ان فرام محمد بن ابراهيم التيمي يحيى بن سعيد الانصاري فور جنريشن ذس حديث واز نوت ويل نون Yahya is alone narrating the hadith. Yahya ibn Sa'id al-Sari, the Qadi and the Imam of Medina among the Tabi'een. So Yahya ibn Sa'id al-Sari narrated the hadith from Muhammad Ibrahim al-Taymi. And al-Taymi narrated from Al-Qama ibn Waqqas al-Laythi. And Al-Qama narrated the hadith from Umar al-Khattab al-Latanahu. From Yahya, the hadith became widespread. And the people said there are more than 300 people who narrated this hadith from Yahya ibn Sa'id al-Sari. More than 300 people. And some people actually have mentioned all those names. Imam Dhabi had mentioned فرام يمن مندا ان اول ذيز ليست اوف ذا بيبل هو نريت ذا حديث فرام يحيى بن الصاري ان امونغ ذا بيبل هو غارد ذا حديث فرام يحيى بن الصاري ار جريت امامز اوف اسلام امام ابو حنيفه امام مالك سفيان الثوري 
Sufyan Mu'ayna, Hamad ibn Zayd, and many, many other people. So you can see 300 people have narrated the hadith from Yahya Musa Sayyid Rahmullah Ta'ala. Imam Bukhari Rahmullah Ta'ala, as I mentioned, had narrated the hadith seven times in the book. But the first time when narrated the hadith, he got the hadith incomplete. You know, first time in Sahih Bukhari, the hadith is not complete. Because hadith, you can see, is, إِنَّمَا الْعَمَالُ بِالنِّيَّاتُ وَإِنَّمَا لِكُلِّ مَرِيمْ مَا نَوَى فَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَةُ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ فَهِجْرَةُ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ This bit, فَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَةُ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ فَهِجْرَةُ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ This is missing from Sahih Bukhari, first time when hadith came. Next time, whenever hadith is there, he has full hadith. But the first time when he got the hadith, this bit is not there. Uh, people have to have many, many reasons reasoning for that. Uh, the best one in my, in my this actually is because the second sentence says, it basically makes clear that anybody who does hijrah for Allah is messenger, then his hijrah is for Allah is messenger. To meaning it, it could be like Baba Bukhari wants to pray himself that if I'm writing a book for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will reward me. But in that place he wants to accuse himself. So he actually dropped this sentence and he only got in his book this next sentence. Those people whose hijrah is for dunya or for women, then his hijrah is for whatever he has got. Anyway, Imam Bukhari Rahmullah the first time did not mention the full hadith. And Imam Bukhari Rahmullah basically wants to say you know, why he, and he started the Sahih Bukhari with this hadith. Reason is because you know, the whole Sahih Bukhari is about uh, revelation. You know, the revelation two types, Al-Wahyul Matlu and Al-Wahy Gharul Matlu. Wahy Matlu, you know, the re, uh, revelation which is recited the Quran. And Wahy Gharul Matlu is the Sunnah of the Prophet So Imam Bukhari, Imam Bukhari wants to say that you know, the second Wahy is my book. My book actually is the second Wahy. And uh, for the second Wahy, no doubt, you know, it, it all actions, you know, practice and, you know, Wahy Sunnah. And, and uh, all the actions, they basically depend on the ninja. So that's why Imam Bukhari Rahmullah Ta'ala started the hadith, you know, the, the book of Wahy Sunnah, Wahy uh, uh, Revelation of the Sunnah, with the hadith of Innamal Amal Bin Niyat to alert people uh, for, you know, for, the, for the intention. Imam Muhammad Rahmullah Ta'ala said, Laysa fi akhbarin Nabiya Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam shay'un ajma'a wa aghna wa akbar, wa akbar fayda min hadha al-hadith. You know, in, among the reports of the Prophet Sallallahu among the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu there's nothing more comprehensive and more rich and more useful than this hadith. Imam Abdurrahman Mahdi, Imam Shafi'i, Ahmed Hanbal, Ali Madini, Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi and Darqutni, all of them say that this hadith is one-third of Islam. This hadith is one-third of Islam. Who people saying? Ibn Mahdi, Shafi'i, Ahmad, Ibn Madini, Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi and Darqutni. All of them say this hadith is one-third of Islam. Abdurrahman Mahdi also said in Tirmidhi, he said, يَدْخُلُوا فِي ثَلَاثِينَ بَابًا مِنَ الْعِلْمِ This hadith can be used in 30 chapters of the knowledge. 30 chapters of the knowledge. Imam Shafi Rahmullah said, يَدْخُلُوا فِي سَبْعِينَ بَابًا Imam Shafi said this hadith can be used for 70 chapters of the knowledge. You know, belong to the 70 chapters. Ibn Mahdi also said, Yambaghi an yujala hadal hadithu ra'asa kulli baab. This hadith should be made the beginning of every chapter. It is so important that people should make this hadith in the beginning of every chapter. Uh, 
So these are things, but, in, uh, but what actually niya means, this basically is about niya. So what niya means, that uh, very important to understand. Niya is the action, you know, niya is basically fi'al qalb, you know, it is irada from the heart. Uh, and uh, the niya, which is used in the books of the fiqh, there are two types of the niya. One is niya, what you can say, niya of the mind, and the second niya of the heart. Niya of the mind means, means that niya which can differentiate the ibadah from the adah. You know, people do things you know, out of adah, when you make intention, become ibadah. And niyata of a mind also means that you can make a differentiate one ibadah from the other ibadah. For example, when you come for the prayer, you know, whether it is farda or, or nafla sunnah, you have to make niyya, intention. So your intention can you know, make it very clear whether you are going to pray farda or, 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 or nafla or sunnah. Similarly, among the farda, whether you are doing fajr or zuhra or asr or maghrib, you have to make niyya for that. So one niyya is very important, niyya of the mind, you know, making very clear what you're going to do. And second niyya is niyya of the heart. That basically means purity of the heart. Yani you do actions only for the sake of Allah This hadith basically belongs to the second niyya. In doing actions only for the sake of Allah If people do actions for, for, with the first niyya, for example, you're going to pray, Zohar prayer, and you make an intention to Zohar prayer, by intention to show the people, there's no reward in that. Reward only can come when you are praying for the sake of Allah Taala. So this hadith basically only talks about the purity of the heart, about the sincerity, and about making intention for the sake of Allah Taala. Any other intention will not be accepted. And that why actually ulama have made very clear again and again every, very, you know, all the madahifs, you know, from very beginning, that there is no niyya, you know, other than you know, hajj and umrah is different, but there is no niyya with the tongue. Niyya is the you know, action of the heart. Even actually, if you do make, for example, if I'm going to pray Asr, and you know, uh, with my tongue I say, uh, it is Zuhr, it will be Asr. Whatever I think in the heart, that is Niyya. So if somebody, you know, attend the prayer, Asr prayer with the Imam, and said I'm praying Zuhr, it will be Asr prayer. So whatever you say with the tongue, it is not considered. And actually some people used to say that Niyya with the tongue, it is Bid'ah. It never happened in Islam. So you never find Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Malik, Imam Shafi'i, Ta'ala, and all the people of the early generation, ever suggesting that people should make intention with the, you know, with, with the tongue. This actually has become very late and there are some people actually no doubt, they also say that it is something bid'ah. So niya always must be for, from the heart of the, uh, 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 of the people. And that actually is a sincerity. The hadith is, listen the meaning, so it is from Amir Mu'mineen, Umar Khattar, uh, no doubt, you know, second caliph, and Umar Khattar, one of the early people in Islam and Muhajir, and so much favor upon in Muslims. And he's the, you know, he ruled uh, at least 10 years. And in during his Khilafah, you know, Bilad Sham and Iraq and Egypt, uh, Iran, they were conquered. You know, it's a really important person, you know, Islam, and Islam became well established in the Khilafah of Umar. And the Prophet said, Law kana ba'di nabijun la kana Umar. Had there been any prophet after me, would have been Umar Khattar with the virtues actually so, so, so many. So he is the one who narrates the hadith from the Prophet saying that I heard the Prophet saying, In my Arabic language, we say it comes for a hasl. Hasl means to confine something to something. Means it only confined with that, it never can happen anywhere else. To in Namal Amalu bin Niyat means, Lay satil Amalu illa bin Niyat. In Namal Amalu bin Niyat means, I lay satil Amalu. No actions will be considered without the intention. The actions are only with the intention. 
and for everybody every man everybody is whatever he intends some people say both sentences have the same meaning just emphasizing you know the first one said all the actions are only with intention and the second one said for everybody will be only what he intends but actually it is not repeated both actually are two different things innamal amalu bin niyat basically sharia you know the what what is legal legally no doubtly validity only comes when people do things for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and innama likulli imra'in ma nawa'it from shari'i from the one who made the law from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so you can say innamal amalu bin niyat is looking into the condition of the slave you know for every slave you know every slave they must make intention then action will be considered but what is the slaves will get what they what allah will give them or reward them whatever they intend so for example you know like prayer you know the prayer only can be prayer if people do it for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that with the when they have done the prayer for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what they will get whatever they have intention allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give them if people intend you know to please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they intend to get a paradise they want intend to save from the fire of hell they get that and sometimes people can have more than one intention for example when you you know use perfume you know apply ghitr in the morning and come for fajr prayer if your intention is that by using uh, the perfume you know you become in more active in the prayer and your mind become more attentive you get reward for that if your intention is that you know the angels they like you know uh, good uh, good smell then you get more reward if your intention is by having you know ghitr and perfume all the people who come in the congregation they also become you know happy you get more reward to add the many intention you make you get reward for all of them it depends on how much intention for every single action people make you know as many intention as possible you know my uh, our sheikh actually uh, sheikh abul hasan ali nadir rahmatullah taala he used to say that the problem of the muslims is not that they have bad intention the problem of the muslim is that they don't have intention that actually thing is we do all the good like for example, we eat with the right hand but we don't make intention you know we come for the prayer we do so many good deeds but we don't make intention so the problem of the believers is not that they have bad intention the problem of the believer is that they don't have intention so people should make and with intention people become near to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whenever you do small thing make your intention properly then you go to anal inshallah i read some of the people's pious people say, you know saying about this hadith so man kaat anybody whose hijra is for allah and his messenger then his hijra is for allah and his messenger uh and you know this hadith say kind to some people it was basically said because there was one arab bedouin uh you know he 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 loved uh uh woman uh, her name was um um qais uh that hadith is from abu wair uh, rahmallahu taala he said one of arab bedouin he loved a woman her name was um qais and um qais she traveled to medina she emigrated to medina she did hijra to medina and this person wanted to marry her so she said i will not marry you unless you come to medina as muhajir then he traveled he did hijra for the sake of um qais so he, his name became muhajir um qais muhajir um qais the one who did hijra for the sake of um qais it could be true or it could be you know hadith could be for more than one reason so anyway if any the uh, allah the messenger saying if anybody is hijra for allah his messenger then their hijra is for allah his messenger and those whose hijra is for dunya to get it the dunya basically anything like money and fame and whatever if people do hijra for the sake of dunya or for any woman to marry her then their hijra is for whatever they you know intended like for the most of us we have come to these countries we have come here 
not for the sake of Allah in messenger. We did hijrah. We are also muhajir. But our hijrah is not for Allah in messenger. Our hijrah is for the money, for dunya. So anybody who does hijrah for, for dunya and whatever they intend, they get uh, uh, that. If people later on they change their intention, they get reward for that as well. But anyway, hadith is that anybody who does hijrah for the sake of Allah and his messenger, they get what they intended. And those do hijrah for dunya and for money and for women, for something like that, they get what. One thing in this hadith is, when it comes for Allah and messenger, it is repeated. Those whose hijrah is for Allah and his messenger, then their hijrah is for Allah and messenger. Because Allah and messenger, their name is something to be repeated. And to make very clear that you get this reward. But when it comes to dunya and the woman, they are not repeated. Then it says, فَهِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى مَا هَاجْرَيْلَ His hijrah is for whatever he did hijrah. So it makes very clear because the person did not like to mention dunya and the woman alone again. Because there is no reward in that. And then he just uh, 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 left uh, like that. So this hadith is very important really. And some people think, you know, this hadith from this hadith, you can take, you know, around 300, uh, you know, masail of the fiqh and all those things. You know, one of my teachers in the ulama, Mawala Shahbad, rahimahullah ta'ala, he said that people of the fiqh say, this hadith can be used for 300 issues of the fiqh. But he said, I am saying, this hadith only can be used for only one issue. This hadith has nothing to do with all 300 issues. This hadith only for one purpose, and that is sincerity. This is not all those intentions that fuqaha mean. This hadith never actually had this, this meaning. This hadith had only one meaning, and that is sincerity for Allah SWT. And he used to say, if people make all those 300 intentions, but they don't have sincerity, they are not following the hadith. Hadith basically had only one purpose, and that is doing the thing for the sake of Allah SWT. Fadl ibn Ziyad said, I asked Abu Abdullah and Ahl Muhammad rahmullah ta'ala about niyyah in the action or how to make intention in the action. Qultu kaifa niyyah? I asked him, how the niyyah? Qala yu'aliju nafsahu idha arada amlan la yuridu bihin nas. Imam Muhammad said that you know, one should make effort in his heart whenever he want to do something until it becomes very clear to him that he does not want to do the action for the sake of the people. That is niyyah. To make effort, make thinking, make concentrating, I am going to do this action for the sake of Allah for something else. So, that, you know, that's what he said. You know, there are many people just mean. Yahya Nabi Kathir, you know, whose name I mentioned that he is one of the six pillars of the hadith. He said, Ta'allamu niyyah fa'innaha ablagu mil amal. Yahya Nabi Kathir said, learn how to make intention. Because intention is more important than the amal. Zubayd ibn al-Harith al-Ayami said, Inni la uhibbu an takuna li niya fi kulli shay, hatta fi ta'am wa sharab. I love to have intention in every single thing, even in eating and drinking. When I eat, I make intention that I eat, do I get energy, and then I worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So whenever I do anything, I make intention you know, and, and that I love. Dawud Tai Rahmullah Tala, one of the pious person in Islam, he said, Ra'aytul khaira kullahu inna ma yajma'uhu husnun niya. All the good things in Islam, they basically only come from good intention. Sufyan Thawri said, Ma alashtu shayan ashadda aliyya min niyyati, li anna hata taqallabu aliyya. Sufyan Thawri said, I never find in any, anything more hard, more difficult than niyya. Because niyya keeps changing. You can see really, you make intention, then again it changes. All the time keep changing. So he said, مَا عَالَشْتُ شَيْهًا أَشَدَّ عَلَيَّ مِنْ نِيَّتِي 
I never found that, never I did anything, never made effort for anything which is harder and more difficult than the niyyah. Yusuf ibn Asbaz said, تخليص النيه من فسادها اشد على العاملين من طول الاجتهاد يوسف الاسباس said that purifying your intention making your intention pure from any corruption it is more difficult and harder than working hard like praying all the night is easier but even praying two rak'ah for the sake of allah get harder the prayer two rak'ah with intention of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is harder than praying all the night without intention so this is very important Somebody said to Nafim Jubair, one of the Tabi'een, a very pious person, somebody said to him, There's janaza. Aren't you coming with us to attend the funeral prayer? Aren't you coming to, with us to attend the uh, uh, janaza? Qala kama anta hatta Nafim Jubair said to the person, stay, stay for a while until I make my intention. And then he kept you know, making intention. Qala fafakkara hunayhatan. He kept thinking, thinking, making intention, but he couldn't make it. Then he said, Qala imdi, you go, I can't go. Do you see? Because they did not know, like to do something without intention. And he kept struggling to make right intention. He couldn't do that. You can see how these people are here. They don't want to waste their time. We people very often do things for the sake of habit. And for the sake of to show some people. For the company or for many things. And especially you can like, see when somebody dies in our community. And you know this actually I found from in South Asian people so much. That when somebody dies, people come to the house for condolence. And you know, you have come condolence and there is sunnah, no doubt, and you get reward for that. But people don't know, don't know how to make condolence. So what they do, when they come there, they will say, make dua. And then everybody will. This basically, all your rewards are gone. Because you are combining between two things, it's not that. Because your dua has become just showing the attendance. If you want to do, make dua for the deceased person, the one who died, make at your home, make alone. But when you come to the house of the person and say, make dua, make dua, everybody can make dua. This is not the intention. When you come for condolence, make the condolence. You know, say a few words which can make the, you know, the problem lighter for the people of the house. But if you want to make dua, go at home, go to the mosque and do prayer. Nobody knows. But showing off and also when people really read any Jews of the Quran or any, any, any reward for the person who has died, they will announce in the mosque. Imam will announce that so and so has given 50 pounds for his mother and so and so, you know, you know, all the sometimes people are clearly advertised this uh, in the newspapers. There is no reward in that. You know, people have to make intention for the sake of Allah ta'ala, as these people used to do. do. Mutarif ibn Abdullah said, Salahul qalbi bi salahil amal wa salahul amal bi salahil niyya. He said, the, you know, the health of the heart is with the health of the action. If the action is healthy, then heart will be healthy. And the actions only can be right and healthy if the intention is pure. Ibn Abdullah Mubarak said, رُبَّ عَمَلٍ صَغِيرٍ تُعَظِّبْهُ النِّيَّةِ Sometimes the action is very small, but the pure intention can make it bigger. وَرُبَّ عَمَلٍ كَبِيرٍ تُصَغِّرْهُ النِّيَّةِ And sometimes the action is very very big, but intention can make it smaller. Yusuf Nasbaz said, يِثَارُ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلَّ أَفْضَلُ مِنْ الْقَتْلَ فِي سَبِيلِهِ to make intention for the sake of Allah ta'ala is more important than being killed in his path. You do a small thing, you know, once like you know, drinking with right hand, taking water, and make intention for the sake of Allah ta'ala, that is more important than being killed in the path of Allah ta'ala. Fudayr ibn Iyad said in this verse of the Quran, in Surah Al-Mulk, لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Allah wants to test you that who are best, good, better among you in the actions. 
he said meaning is akhlasuhu wa aswabuhu allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want to see two things one is your actions must be right right means on the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and once they are right they also must be sincerely done for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so for every action we need two things the actions must have been done according to the sunnah if the actions are not according to sunnah there no reward in that so actions must be according to sunnah first thing and second thing is after you have done for the, according to sunnah they must be for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so every action if the people want to get reward it needs two things people do right thing for the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then make intention for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if people make intention for allah but they don't do right still don't don't get reward it must be right action and it must be pure action that is aswabuhu wa akhlasuhu there hadith actually has come that somebody uh, you know narrated the hadith to muawiyah the lat alanho and when he heard this hadith you know baka hatta ghashi alayhi he started crying and weeping until he became unconscious falamma afaqa qala sadaq allah wa rasuluhu when he uh, got back to his consciousness he said allah and his messenger they are right qala allah azza wa jal man kan yurid al hayat ad dunya wa zinataha nuwaffi ilayhim a'malahum fiha wa hum fiha la yabkhasun those people who want this dunya then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them this dunya so sahalim ibn abdullah tustari says laysa ala an nafs shay'un ashaq min al-ikhlas li'annahu laysa laha fiha naseeb on the nafs of the people on the on the soul of the people then nothing harder and more difficult than ikhlas because in ikhlas there no share for that you don't get any praise you are not doing for the praise and you know this actually a good reminder you know how people can make the intention properly ali radhiyallahu anhu said very nicely qad irtahalat ad-dunya mudbiratan wal akhirata muqbila dunya is traveling at turning away from you you know now dunya is back upon you and akhirah is in front of you every moment we are spending basically we are being away from dunya and we are become near to akhirah fakunu min abnai al-akhirah wala takunu min abnai ad-dunya become among the sons of the akhirah not among the sons of dunya fa inna al-yawma 'amalun wala hisab wa ghadan hisab wala amal today there is amal actions and there no 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 hisab but tomorrow there will be hisab and then no amal to so no doubt really this hadith actually is very important and we should make effort that whenever we do like for example you know we, i have come here to teach and you people have come to learn really you know when you are spending money and traveling and so much difficulty and spending time in the weekend if people make proper intention that you know we are doing this for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we learn the religion and we you know and we follow the guidance then for every single thing that we have done here there's so much reward for every difficulty for every problem for all the prayers there's so much reward but you know if we have come here and the intentions are not pure and they are not proper then basically all the difficulty and all the problem and there's no reward in that so it is very important to to make the intention pure and to correct it as much as possible we hope you enjoyed this episode to help us create more content like this and more please consider supporting us by donating whatever you can please visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and click the donate button jazakallahu khairan